WXDU Durham. Opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of the WXDU and Duke community. It's unapologetic. Black Radio. Black Radio. Unapologetic Black Radio is brought to you by Naomi Lilly. I'm a sophomore at Duke. Major is African American Studies. Minor is Gender Studies and Certificate in Documentary Studies. My name is Shania Anderson. I am a sophomore. My major is Cultural Anthropology with a minor in Global Health. My name is Anna Henderson. I'm a sophomore. My major is History and my minor is African and African American Studies. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Naomi Lily speaking. And before we get started, I would like to introduce our special guest. Hey, I'm Ariana, um, sophomore at Duke University. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Khalif. I'm a junior here at Duke. Okay. All right, all right. So today's topic is the black card and who's got it. Mm. So to just begin with, what is the black card? As described by Urban Dictionary, Mm -hmm. it's an imaginary card that all black people are born with and that mixed people have to earn. Mm, And is constantly under threat of being revoked if said black person does not act black enough or in proper black ways. Mostly kind of ridiculous and based on stereotypes. Unless you don't appreciate Obama, (laughs) then that's just not appreciating black progress and you should get your black card taken away. Again, this is from Urban Dictionary. Right. So okay. what y'all think the black card is? Mm. I mean, like, if I was talking about this earlier, like, if you think of it, like, in a literal way, like, you know those punch those punch uh, cards that you have, like, okay, where, like, yeah. every time you get an item, like, it redeems itself. So it's like, mm-hmm. like, with every black experience you have, like, whether that, you know, what movies you know, what black songs you know, what black experiences or childhood experiences you've had, like, it redeems itself in its own way and you get like these points or something which I'm not saying it's right but I think that's how it works Mm -hmm. like if you were to describe it yeah I definitely agree Mm -hmm. with that I think that it's like a way for black people to try and hold each other to a certain standard of blackness so Mm -hmm. that you don't feel too alone in any space because I feel like there's certain elements of it that are a problematic but I do think that the the idea is that oh like I could always relate to the black person in the room because I know mm-hmm. to some degree we've had like the same experience or we we look at the same things things like that yeah I totally agree with that I think there's a really big question for me if it's whether it's a right or a privilege right in that sense mm-hmm. like okay do you have to you know sort of have performative blackness where I do things and make it known to people in the room that I can be relatable as a black person or is it the type of thing that no matter what I do I'm gonna have it because I am black so like mm-hmm. the example I was thinking about is like 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 Tim Scott is a black Republican. I hate Tim Scott. <laughs> Tim Scott, we talk all this stuff about Obama. It makes me mad all the time. But he is a black man. So do I have the right to say, you lost your car. You can't come to the cookout no more because mm. I don't agree with his version of blackness. Like, it's something I don't really, really sh- I'm not really sure about. Mm. Yeah. Then that also leads into the question, like, is there a certain version of blackness for the black heart? Like, or is it, or does it vary over many different, like, characteristics? Mm, that's a good question. Because also it says, just like in the Urban Dictionary thing, it says like mixed people have to try to earn it. I was like, mm, I never actually that's... knew that. I didn't know either. I'm mixed. I wasn't sure. I thought, <laughs> I guess I got, I got to check my wallet. I didn't know if I had it. Right? <laughs> but it's still. Yeah. I think like the degree, it is like a, in a way like its own metric for like how black you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where it becomes a problem. I think that if it's something that you, it's a way for you to express your blackness and like, and that's all it means in like a humorous way. Like, oh, I know this thing about black culture like that's great but i think if it becomes a point where it's starting to exclude people 
like you're using that card to exclude mm. people, I think mm. that's when we get into an area of like this is no longer fun. Like this is a, an issue. Mm-hmm. So totally. yeah, I think you see it a lot when it comes to to pop culture, especially mm-hmm. like you if you don't know I don't know Dutty Wine, you losing your black mm-hmm. card, or if you don't know the Jeffersons, you losing your black card. Right. But I think that where it really only should be is if you're whatever form of blackness you have or whatever form of blackness you're denying is like dangerous to other black mm. people so I think someone who's like if Trump had a black campaign manager he gotta lose his black card she gotta yeah. lose that black card cause at that point what the, the your your blackness is endangering other endangering other black people right. and so I think we deserve to have like a safe space in that aspect so if your blackness is infringing upon everybody every other black person feeling safe then you gotta go yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that I agree with that do y'all think it, uh, the black? I'm, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm constantly telling people they don't got their black black card. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, listen, I'm big on movies. Like, okay, mm. certain movies is like you have to see. If not, it's like, what were you doing? Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Right Can you give like some yeah, examples? examples? All right, some examples of some good movies. I mean, I feel like most people haven't seen it, but Juice. Oh, got it. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's on Netflix. I never saw that. Oh! <laughs> they about to revoke my black card. Okay, okay, all right. What about um? I'm trying to think. Okay, I never saw Friday. What about Friday? Fr- oh, okay. Uh, okay, no, but oh, he's Lord. Like, it's a little bit. You, you, you watch it okay, at the right, right time of the night. You okay, always go there's Friday. three Fridays. Yeah, there's three Fridays. Mm-hmm. Have you seen at least one of those three Fridays? I'll say this. I started it and I thought it was boring. <gasps> oh, you uh, took me out. I heard the second one's better. Oh, that's what I heard. The second, wait, the question has like Chris Tucker. Friday after no, next. that's Friday after next. I like, I like the first and the third. First, okay. yes, first and the third. Like the that's definitely the like my. Mm-hmm. What? It, it's just like how you know the. It's what ones do you know? Ice Cube. Ice. Oh, hold on. Ice Cube. <laughs> oh, what hold you up. about to say? Ice out. Yeah, Ice out. <laughs> it's Ice Cube. Like he's just walking through his life. And I don't like I don't. She's want him to melt. It's not even about. It's not. It's about the life, but it's it's the lines. Wait, can it's you give us? Can you, can you give us one more movie though? Maybe some more recent. Okay, yeah, some more else. recent. Okay. Um. Any type of bad boys. Yeah, mm. I've seen Bad Boys one. I've seen Bad Boys. I I, I, what if you haven't seen Black Panther? What okay, we, what, we doing, what we doing about you now? <laughs> okay, okay, I've seen Black Panther. Okay. Right. I was in class the other week and someone was like, "Don't, don't spoil it for me." I was like, "This is racism." You have not seen this film right yeah, now. It really is. It has been thirty-seven years since Black Panther came out, and you haven't seen it. Yes. Like, oh man, yeah, ain't no excuse at this point. Mm-hmm. You gotta see Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just like, um, shoot, I'm trying to think. Any, any. I feel like Will Smith, yeah, he's got a, his career arc stuff, but like Will Smith movies, you got to have one good Will Smith movie that you go back to. Like oh, yeah, Pursuit of Happiness for me, I go Pursuit back to that. Mm-hmm. That's you see, and it's kind of like this is where I question the legitimacy of the black card because it's like when it comes, <laughs> because here's the thing, like when it comes to things that like that really matter, like knowing like actual black, and I'm not saying I'm like a novice or anything on black history and heritage, but it's like, it's like knowing these little details, these nuances that like, maybe not everybody had the experience to even be exposed to. Totally, totally, totally. So, I mean, and and it's so like personalized, like, you know, yeah, it's no. true. It's true. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, as 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 a close friend of yours, you know, I I have <laughs> to make it my my priority. Right. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Totally. That's weird. So that. no, I still love you though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, moving on to like Black Card and like if it appears at Duke, would you say that it appears at Duke? Have you heard of anyone being like, oh, your card is revoked at Duke? And have you heard anything about people being like, oh, well, like if you go here all the time or you go there all the time, like then you definitely are part of the community. You definitely have the card. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to like those ideas? Mm-hmm. I got one good example. Y'all tell me your opinions on it. Mm. Is um so I was I was talking to a friend of mine, um, and they were saying how is this one? It's a person who just doesn't hang out with any type of doesn't hang out with anyone in Black Duke, um, but uh, he actually wore well he's also mixed too. Let's keep that in mind. And he um he wore like a dashiki, mm-hmm. like, and their response was, I don't know how I feel about that because he doesn't talk to any like Black people at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he wore a dashiki, they was just like, I don't I don't know. I think I think with that too because just I don't know that person too but I'm saying I think that's his right if he a brother and he and he maybe he's from the heritage he's got that and he feels like he needs to, he wants to do that like I shouldn't say oh you can't do that because you didn't mm-hmm. come to my you know come to this probate or come to that event or whatever now that's not gonna now him wearing that dashiki is not gonna change the way I feel about him right if I'm if I like don't really vibe with him or I do vibe with him that's not gonna change anything but like you know him wearing that this is right if he if he, you say he makes you brother I right. get that mm. I think that there's you shouldn't be able to dictate like how somebody expresses their blackness and when they decide to because i think for all black people there's a moment where you realize whether that's like at like five years old and the first day of like kindergarten or whether that's like your first day of college where you realize like you're black in america and i think Mm -hmm. that that time is different for everybody and so maybe this is his his time where he's realizing like i'm a black man in america i think that um to dictate like the specific time when he can say or do that is that's not right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i agree agree. yeah i feel like that's that's really a byproduct of however he grew up like Mm -hmm. i mean we know duke a lot of people here got money and unfortunately that means a lot of the time that like if you went to private school you were surrounded by white people Mm -hmm. um and so i know a lot of people who just didn't grow up in very black dominated spaces and so they either aren't comfortable there or don't know how to navigate it so it's very possible that like he just doesn't come around because he's just easier more easily assimilates into the white community and so i don't think it's fair to say because of that he can't rock a dashiki or I don't know. Get a dark seas every now and then. Whatever yeah, it is, he yeah. feels like doing. I yeah. totally feel that because I was like, yeah, because my background, I happen, you know, I grew up in the South, surrounded by African Americans. My grandparents went to a black church. Like these are sort of typical tropes in the black community that people have come to accept. But I didn't have any control over that. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm comfortable mm-hmm. in that space, but that wasn't me. I didn't decide. Oh, right. I'm going to a black church at this age or whatever. That wasn't mm-hmm. me. So I wouldn't be anyone to judge him for that experience because he couldn't control that. Neither I could control mine. Right. True. 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 Yeah, and also I think that like having the ability to say like having I guess having the ability to say like if you're around black people all the time that that is the extent of like how much you care about being black because I know of a black woman at this school who doesn't necessarily hang out with a lot of black people but owns her blackness in personal conversations I mean and once I say this you'll know who she is she did a whole exhibit Mm. on being black Mm. in in the Durham community so it's Mm -hmm. like if I were to go based just off of who she associates with and use that as like, oh, that's how black she is, then that would have been completely wrong, right? Yeah. So, you know, you have to know the whole person in order to say, like, if they embrace their blackness or not. That's true. That's true. Gotcha. Okay. And like, I guess, like, how does it like you think, does having a black card manifest like heavily in Duke, like mm. as far as the black community here? Like, do y'all think it's... Uh, I don't think it does. I feel like for the most part, when... Black people on campus see each other. It's assumed that you're a part of the community. I haven't seen anybody like 
give a double take like should I give them a head nod mm-hmm. can I dap them up yeah. I feel like it's mostly like especially on this PWI it's I see you and I feel like you're with me mm-hmm. um, there, even if it's somebody I haven't seen before who it's either I'm not in the space enough or they're not in the space enough I'm still my first reaction at least is definitely still to to say what's up to them because <clears throat> I think at a fundamental level most black people that I see are gonna be able to relate to me in some way. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. With I that. think that I would disagree with that just a little bit from mm-hmm. the perspective of a woman because I do see this camaraderie amongst black men, but I feel like amongst black women, and I'm speaking from a personal perspective of what I have done to another to other black women, right? Subconsciously, like if I see that she's in a white uh, uh, Greek organization, right, I'm just gonna like automatically assume like mm, she must not want to have much to do with, especially if all of her friends are white women if all she does is hang out with white women she never comes around like by, I'm sub- subconsciously assuming like oh she doesn't really mess with us like that and I think that in itself is a problem but like right. that happens mm-hmm. and I, I know I want to like acknowledge that right yeah well, I mean I think that's definitely true I think mm-hmm. uh, for me I have like a lot of friends just outside of that uh, that doesn't hang out with Black Duke as much and you know they're just as valid I'm mm-hmm. not saying that they're not valid but they like subconsciously before I even knew them I'm just like hmm I don't know about you I mean I don't know but then you know actually getting to know them personally on a personal level um I mean they're just as part of the black community as mm-hmm. me even without them having to you know hang around um us as much and it's definitely if you know there's a layer to that mm-hmm. you know there's clickness but that's outside of this conversation mm-hmm. but you know just mm-hmm. just stuff like that no I can see mm-hmm. what you're saying though. and I think too a way that it can negatively backfire is like within the black community at Duke like there's this like drive to be super woke right like whatever that means and I think that it's like it's great if you're woke on issues that you actually care and know about right but then it's another thing to be like woke on things just because it's a trending topic and I'm black and I'm supposed to care about it and that's how I get my black card like like approved by everybody so mm-hmm. I think that's when like black the black card can can create these situations where you're editing yourself so that you're mm-hmm. more black than being more yourself mm-hmm. true right that's definitely true <laughs> yeah Okay, so the segue into some media and some celebrities who some might have said, you know, their black card was questionable. First, we have R. Kelly, um, mm. Pete in the oh, Bay, no. oh, no. held woman hostage. Oh, good. Um, what do you all oh, think? Goodness. I think we, just, we have to debate this one. I feel like he lost more than his black card. He <laughs> so lost he his celeb card. <laughs> like, he should have lost his freedom, too. He should, <laughs> he should have been. He should be locked up. R. Kelly, a criminal. R. Kelly should be in jail. Did y'all see that interview? It's literally just Vince Kelly. Oh, I got a problem. All right, so this is this, maybe it's a little bit of a segue or something. <laughs> but my problem is, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm 110% free Meek Mill. Mm. But what we got to stop doing is saying free people who shouldn't be free. Yes. <laughs> oh Why are we God. saying free TK? He got a whole song about what he did. Yeah. Why are we saying support R. Kelly when he's over here in court talking about how he he urinated on a 16-year-old? Like yeah. we we can't we can't ride so hard for somebody because of their talent or whatever it is. We just gotta be consistent. That's like it. that's yeah. it. That's yeah. true. And at this point you have to educate yourself and like, okay, I'm from Philly. Mm. Free Meek, I don't agree with it. Like Ooh. I'm gonna be real with you because you when you have, you know how the court system works, you know That's, how the police is department is. So you not about to sit here and be like, oh, I was on like a five year probation or whatever the case may be. And you're violating your probation. Mm. Of course, you're going to go to prison. If that was any other man, any other black man, that would still be the case. Mm. And also, it's just like my funny, like what I was laughing, I was like. 
people outside the courthouse rapping dreams and nightmares at five o'clock. Ain't nobody in the courthouse. At five the judge is going. The security, only people that's there is probably, listen, the only people that's there is Allah Barton. That's it. Ain't nobody else there. Because if that was your cousin, yeah. Would y'all be rapping no. Dreams of Nightmares yeah. on his, no, his mixtape outside that club? Probably no. not. Like, miss oh me with that. God. I don't like, And people may, t- listen, they may take away my oh. Philly card. I don't know. But still, like, nah, I don't. Okay. Okay, back to the R. Kelly thing. Yes. But yeah, no. Like, What's the next person on the list? Uh, next person is Stacey Dash. Gone. Um, <laughs> uh, just for a little context. Um, <laughs> declared Jesse Williams' powerful BET Awards acceptance speech racist, calling the Grey's Anatomy star a plantation sleeve. Oh, um, she said, "Either you want to be segregated or you want to be integrated. And if you want to be integrated, then you don't need to have things like BET or the BET mm. Awards or the Im- Image Awards, where you have to be black in order to win these. If white people did that, everyone would they, be they up in arms. They do do that. <laughs> That's everything else that, that we have. <laughs> like, she said, about- there shouldn't be a Black History Month. Oh. We're Americans. Period." Oh my god. I feel like that's a case of like not even us revoking it. It's like her rejecting it. Like Mm -hmm. like she chose (laughs) she chose not to be a part of it. You know, she literally said, Yeah, that's on her. Mm -hmm. I can't help you. I'll pray for you. That's it. Yeah, and I, I feel like when you're someone who has that much say and you're someone who's that much of a public figure, we have to, like, publicly revoke what you're saying. Or there might be kids who think, like, okay, yeah, that's legitimate. Mm -hmm. And we can't have black kids growing up thinking, oh, we don't need Black History Month. Like, no. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, at this point, we know Stacey Dash been lost forever. (laughs) So I don't think anybody listening to her anyway. (laughs) Okay. Next, we got uh, Ben Carson. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Initially... I, you know, initially you. before no before yeah, he you got into politics. No, nah, no, nah, before he like lost his mind. Like I, you know, the movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. Right, yeah, hands, the that's why I was like gifted. But mm. and then you read sort of into the story he would always talk about, but the, he would sort of make up. He'd say, "All right, you know, uh, growing up I was violent. I was in a city, da da da. Like my family didn't have together, and that's not true. You read interviews of people who knew him. He was a nice guy. He grew mm-hmm. up. He was calm in college. He would just get up, put his shirt on, do his work. But he had to craft this image of himself as a violent black teenager that was transformed by Christ. So the white media, the white conservative media, would say, "Oh, look at him! He's mm. one. Of, he's one of them." And he came to our side. And he, he he was a huge campaign he did on himself. And that's where he lost me initially, because you know, as a, someone I'm a Christian, I I like that message, that faith part. But for him, it was more about culture and white mm. culture and sort of appealing to that as mm. the caricature of a black teenager who wasn't, you know, all the things they wanted. That that's what they he used to win them over. So mm. that really offended me. But yeah, obviously he sucks, and mm. we all know he sucks. And um. Yeah, man, he out of here, bro. He definitely out of here. <laughs> that guy. God. I just gotta say, um, Ben Carson also said that Obamacare was the worst thing to happen to this country since slavery. Mm. So let's just let that sit. <laughs> what? We got it in slavery, you know, like. <laughs> Wow, forget the civil, forget all that. Yeah. That's how I, that's how I stand. Someone someone had come out and said like, yo, Ben Carson is the first secretary of housing or development to live in the projects. And they're like, he never lived in the projects though. He, uh, you just thought that because he was black. He also is like, anything you have under Trump's administration kind of don't count. So like, (laughs) whatever he's doing in there don't really matter. They just be having lunch in there. (laughs) They really don't do shit. (laughs) All right, who's Next. Okay, uh, Kanye. Kanye. Woo. Nah. Mm. 
new album coming soon. Wait, why was why is he on the list? See, I like, love I love Kanye. Kanye been my favorite artist since like oh mm-hmm. like nine ten. Mm-hmm. But he did take pictures with Trump. He said he would have voted for mm-hmm. Trump, mm-hmm. and he still ain't apologized for that. So mm-hmm. me and Kanye got beef right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he loses his black card because at the same time, like older Kanye, especially he that, that's that's what I think it is. I think there's two Kanyes, and I think right. older Kanye got on TV said George Bush don't care about uh-huh. black people. Yes. Uh-huh. In his lyrics, he's talking about Jerome getting more time than Brandon. And I think he still has it in him. So I'm going to give a hold on his black card till after this album. Temporary suspension. Mm-hmm. After Temporary this suspension. album, I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I see. And okay, then we go back, that's back for the update. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Follow up. Does he still have it? Yeah. I mean, what, what do you think about him being with, like, Kim? Uh, <laughs> see, I, think, I think you love who you love. Mm. <sighs> I don't know about that. Would you say he's in the sunken place? Mm. I'd say a little bit at least. I think at least a little bit only because I think such a high profile white woman and like especially some of the things that she said. Armenian. Yeah, I mean, he did a whole BT telling my wife is Armenian. Look at his face. He said. I mean, (laughs) she's Armenian, but when you look at her, when her 150 million Instagram followers look at her, she's white. White, Um, Yeah. She has said some things. Armenian white passing wife has said some problematic (laughs) things. um, And I don't, I feel like Kanye's also been going in that direction. So I feel like that's what I'm most scared about. Um, I don't want him to get like fall victim to the Kardashian curse, but he's definitely he's definitely slipping down that slope right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, it's very like ironic for me because like like his his like his album like the graduation like all that mm-hmm. like he he said like everything that he said on that album right, and then he goes to he goes to marry and have you know kids not, no not trying to disrespect the kids or whatever but like he goes and basically integrates himself in a family that is built off of like everything he hates everything he hates mm-hmm. like every like not only that but just like appropriating black culture yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so to go and like marry that is just like mm-hmm. what is you doing I, honestly I think after Kanye lost his mom yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what he has just did. like fallen off the right? rails right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no I would agree yeah that's a good point alright who we got okay. next and for the sake of time we'll just go ahead and go into the last topic um finally does being black naturally mean you have the black card <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I think in one sense, absolutely. I think it's something that you're given at birth, and I think it's something that can be taken away. I don't think it's something that, like, you turn 12 and you, like, black power and they give you your black card. I think it's, like, you get it off... Because, I mean, it's the same way that, like, you're immediately considered black when someone sees your skin regardless. And so I think it's... You're immediately considered to have your black card when someone sees your skin regardless. Even if you're wearing J. Crew, even if you got it wrapped around your neck and some golf shorts on, you still got your black card until you wall out. Yeah. yeah that's true. It's like you got it until, you know, proven guilty. I just feel like, like on a more like serious note though, like as far as where this thing even comes from, like yeah. I feel like it's out of our black people's struggle to like redefine ourselves since mm-hmm. we've been so ill-defined mm-hmm. over time. Like we're just constantly always trying to take control over that process of continuing to see like say we have the control over our own identity identity and who we are but in that process I think that we end up kind of othering uh, some people who don't fit in kind of doing what was done to us Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that the black card doesn't have its values as far as you know empowerment and all those things but I think that 
in a way it can have a lot of toxic effects too and i think that we can't that can't go unnoticed as far as what it can mean if you don't have it and you haven't necessarily done anything wrong except not appeal to somebody's standards of what they think being black is. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I agree. I think that as far as your blackness, like you can live the way that you want to and you have the choice. That's your personal agency. Mm-hmm. I think what, like what Khalees said earlier, uh, as long as you do what you that's fine. When you start harming other people, that's when it becomes an issue, right? Because mm-hmm. when you infringe upon other people's rights to exist as they choose to, then that's that's an issue. But, you know, say, you know, I'm, if I'm black, I want to, you know, join a, a white fraternity or mm-hmm. wear J. Crew or, you know, do something else or like, I don't know, listen to um, Post Malone or whatever. Like, <laughs> that's cool. Like, you do that, bro. Ain't nobody about to judge you for that. Right. We come over here talking about, you know, make America great again. That's when we're going to have some problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Work that out. But, you know, that's right. how that we go. Because I think, like, like what Khalif mentioned, like, at a certain point, now you're your, your version of the black card is anti-blackness. Like, you're, now you're yeah, infringing upon yeah, the lives yeah. of other black people, and that's when it, we, like you said, we gotta do something about that. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. For real, for All right. And before we end, do y'all have any closing comments? Any shout-outs? I know y'all artists. Oh, you yeah. Okay. Shout oh, out yeah. <laughs> I shout-out me yes. <laughs> at Apollo J Music. All right. All right. Follow me on the gram. I'm also on Facebook at Apollo J. Hmm. And yeah, that's me. All right, you are. All right. So I'm on Twitter at Kari, C A R R I underscore Ari. All of my music updates are there. Yeah. My SoundCloud link is there. Um, I just posted a dance video of me doing Beyonce yeah. there. Oh, so Beyonce! Album will be dropping soon. <laughs> You've been saying that for ten years. Album's coming, man. It's called Propaganda '92. Okay. Oh well, this has been Unapologetic Black Radio. I'm Naomi Lilly. I'm Trinaya. I'm Anand. And we hope you all enjoyed the show tonight. Thank you. All right. All right. <laughs>